this week on the Roommate Podcast. But what I see so much is like people view people on a transactional basis. What can you do for me? What can you do for me? And if you're not doing this for me, I'm done with you. And I saw that with how I treated some women. Mm -hmm. Oh, you look good. If I want you, if I don't have you, I'm done with you. I I saw that in myself. I said, and and I was like, yo, that's wrong. Yeah. And I had a friend who really close friend who I love so much and I and I and I did that to him. Mm-hmm. I cut I said I'm done with you. I'm done with you and I just stopped talking to him. And I was like, "Yo, how selfish are you?" And then I realized I said like as a believer let's just people of non-Christians on the on the podcast as a human. Yeah. The least I can do is to help and support them in in a, in as best way as possible as long as it's not negatively affecting my life. Yo, what's good, world? It's your boy, Hafiz. Chris, the star of the show, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And welcome to The Roommates, a worldwide community of individuals united on the values of becoming, holistic health, kindness, togetherness, and a thirst for knowledge. Also, that boy just got knocked out on TV. Also known as the best hour every week where you are. Entertain like a stand-up. Educate like a TED Talk and... Enlighten like a sermon, baby. Yo, it's been so long since we did that. <laughs> it's been a very long time. I was like, yo, do I know the introduction? I know, man. It's been a very long time. I can't even remember the last time we recorded. Yeah. So, guys, in case you're wondering, me and Chris are currently doing what Chris loves the most, and that's tour life. Tour life, baby. And we are in... Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Philadelphia, about to go see Rocky pretty soon. The what? The Rocky, oh, the, the Rocky statue thing. We are. Nah, that'd be cool if we did. Oh, though. you talking about Rocky? Yeah. I don't know why I thought like the Rockies, like the baseball team. Oh, uh, like, nah, they nah, matter nah. Like the the the, the staircase. <laughs> yeah. The, the, I got you. I got you. Yeah. So you know we're here, and we haven't recorded in a very long time. <laughs> I know. It's like completely like, honestly, guys. So what? We gotta get back into the swing of things. I know it's been it's been a long time. A lot of the episodes we recorded a while back, and me and Chris yeah. have not been able to get to one another. No. Um, real quick, guys, I want to shout out everybody who's on Patreon, guys. Thank Amen. you so much for your yes. love and support. You guys are helping the show continue. You guys are blessing us. Everybody who's donated via Cash App or via the website, thank you guys so much, man. It's Words cannot describe how grateful we are to yes. you guys. You guys are amazing. We love you. 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 Thank you for your support. And we're continuously, we, we will continue to give you guys great and amazing content, not only on the Monday episodes, but also on the Patreon episodes. The money episodes. Huh? The money episodes. Monday. Oh, Monday. I heard money episodes. Yo, you know I'm sick. I got something in my throat. Get yourself together, man. <laughs> Shout out to all the, to the people that came to us at the I Love Me Summit. Shout it out. Um, that's so cool. What's up? Uh, we were supposed to shout out some... Uh, Shout uh, out Polynesian women. There we go. Shout out Polynesian women. Shout out to all the beautiful, amazing Polynesian women yes, all yes. around the world from all over the different islands. Thank you guys so much for all your support. We love you. You women are beautiful. Thank you so much. Got that bar off. You good? Yeah. What? <laughs> Tell us to shout them out. No, that was good, man. That was good. All right. Let's go ahead and get right into it. What get right to it. What are mad at now, man? People are always <laughs> mad at, myself, man. Mad at on, us. Man. Getting ridiculous. Yes, but no, it's actually a good thing. That means like we're growing. Nah, nah, I'm not. I'm just complaining. <laughs> I just want to say some stuff. <laughs> so no, I'm ready. I'm ready to attack it. Let's, let's go it. ahead it's and like, let's go ahead and it's like and, every girl in my life. What's <laughs> mad at today? <laughs> what have you done for me lately? <laughs> <laughs> let's go ahead and address the anger. Okay. Frustration. Mm-hmm. 
that people have with certain episodes. I'm not going to lie to you. I usually am on point responding to comments. It's been, but, busy. But, <laughs> it's been busy. But recently, I have not been on point with that. I'm so behind on like four episodes. I didn't respond to any comments. Oh, God. You should have told me. Oh, I should have. I'm stand, I'm literally sitting right here. It's okay. I got you. I'll just, I mean, yeah. We'll you should, you should do it next week. Go through like the Chris Broussard episode. Go through the oh my God. sexual selection episode and then and respond to comments. Nah, some of the comments just be ridiculously too long. It's like, man, I got to sit here and take a breath. And meditate before I actually start reading this this comment. Some of y'all have a little bit too much time on your hands. I love I love it though, but Lord, expeditiously. And I'm back. Um, yep. So we recently had a complaint. Which episode was this from? <laughs> the sexual selection episode, the one that went on Patreon uh, after the Rebecca Lynn. Oh, even Rebecca Lynn. We didn't even go through those comments. <laughs> that episode's booming, bro. Yeah, that episode's booming. Um, so people got offended okay. and somebody actually came up to me in person and said, I love your show, even though you did X, Y, and Z. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love your show. People don't call me out in person, man. They <laughs> say they love me. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had that luxury. Yep. <laughs> I wish I had that luxury. But now nah, this- You ain't the star of the show. I know I'm not. <laughs> I'm messing with I just, you. I just- Just shut the, up, shut up. Just the other. Chris, Chris Belo and other podcasts. <laughs> just the other But uh, people were complaining About us rating people You talking about like Eights and sevens and stuff? Yeah calling people eights, seven, six. They thought it was very disrespectful derogatory. They thought it was very derogatory okay. They thought it was objectifying women Objectifying And men By Toxic masculinity Toxic masculinity All the trigger words Talentity Okay <laughs> So they were very upset about it Okay And they thought they were very disappointed in the things we said. Oh, wow. Okay. I understand. <laughs> so. <laughs> Wait. Uh, you want to go first or want me to go first? I mean, I'll go first because I know you guys Swaggy on the beat. You know I, mean? I think um, it really depends, man. I think people have to, like, it's kind of like we've been talking about. If you know somebody is a decent person, you know they tell, they'll tell they'll talk about things or say things out of love. So I think sometimes like people, I feel like they don't understand that we use certain language so other people can really try to receive the message and what we're saying the most clear. So if we're describing a girl, um, and it's somebody that we say is a number. Then I feel like most people can get a clear definition in their mind what a eight or nine person is, male or female. So we can just make the content more Lean clear. the mic kind of towards you. Like the you just, so you tell me you can't, you can't hear me? Can you hear me now? No, I can hear you, but just... It's just the, 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 cause you're I like, got you. you're like leaning it like this. You gotta, like, hey, man, kinda, listen, man. It's been you're going to be a rapper, bro. I'm tr- not trying to be a rapper. Yeah, it is what it is. But um, I think just the... Um, I, you made me lose my whole train of thought. I'm sorry. <laughs> now, I don't know what to say. You were talking about how you oh yeah the yeah, number yeah. helps people understand what another person yeah, is. yeah 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 and then it's like it's it's conversation so it's like we're trying to make the conversation flow not saying that we're giving ourselves excuses I understand why um, certain women feel that type of way yeah um, but it's not like we sitting here in the in the dark having an in- inventory of twos through eights in our phones or something. <laughs> 
<laughs> just you know having just a rolodex of women. Nah, yeah, it's not that serious. Uh, but I understand. Oh, Jesus gracious, Chris. That's my phone. Hey man, listen, man, listen. I don't know what to tell you, bro. Who is it? If it's a girl, do not say her name out. <laughs> oh, is the alarm clock again? You gotta wake up, my G. My bad. We're supposed to be asleep. All right. All right. Um, let's go ahead and break this down. Let's break it down. First and foremost, break let's clarify. Everybody, in my opinion, categorizes people. Some way, somehow. Everybody does. I don't care what you say, because it's very easy to look at. Somebody once wrote, somebody wrote in a the comment, they said, this reminds me of a conversation I heard in eighth grade behind the bus. <laughs> but I just want to know who, what people describe other people as. Like, so let me clarify. Let me clarify some people for people who are going to be upset about this. Okay. Everybody categorizes people in some way, shape, or form. Everybody does it. Like, you think, like, my easiest example is this. If you have a son or a daughter and you wanted somebody to babysit that son or daughter, you categorize them as either good to babysit them or not good to babysit them. You're not going to let everybody babysit them, right? Mm-hmm. You're going to think of somebody, okay, good babysitter, great babysitter, right? So your mom would be amazing babysitter, right? That'd be an amazing babysitter. Your brother who's irresponsible, a social babysitter. Random stranger to who I don't know, a no-no babysitter. Everybody has a category to like in that in that situation of viewing somebody as good, great, or not so great. You don't agree with that? I mean, I I, I agree with that, but I think that's more like kind of like a skill, and I don't think that's derogatory. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, in regards to categorizing, categorizing. If you're just saying that at, point, yeah. yeah. In, in regards to categor- like people, are like, well, I don't judge. Everybody categorizes people. It's okay. Judge, judging and using wisdom is two different things. I feel like we got to just, Lord, we got to break that down one day. We will break it down one day. That's a great conversation. Yeah. So, when it comes to sexual attraction, Mm -hmm. everybody's different. Yes. Like, everybody's not sexually attracted to everybody in the planet, right? Some people like tall. Some people like short. Some people like black. Some people like white. Some people like round. Some people like skinny. Mm -hmm. Everybody has a different cup of tea, right? Yes. And there's some things that get you going, and there's some things that don't get you going. And to me, get you going. <laughs> and to me, everybody does it. If you didn't do it, then it's like, yo, if you wanted to get married, you just close your eyes, spin around, and just pick anybody because you can be attracted to anybody. But no, we all know there's people we're attracted to and people that we're not attracted to, right? Mm-hmm. And there's people that we're strongly attracted to and people that we're kind of repulsed by, yes. right? So everybody has a category. Yes. So. When we use the number, we are simply in a binary way describing our personal categories. It's not saying that this woman is ugly or this man is ugly. This woman's not good enough. This man's not good enough. Everybody has their own personal category in which they identify whether somebody could be a potential partner in their life or not. Everybody has a personal category in which they view somebody as attractive to them or not. There's nothing evil about it. We're all different. But Is that people, their point, though? I'm getting there. Oh, okay. <laughs> you got to lay down this little foundation. Lay down the foundation. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, since we all have it, it's not evil, in my opinion, mm-hmm. to do it. In my personal opinion. Because it's true. We're not saying that 
oh, this woman isn't good enough because we personally said that she's an eight. Like mm-hmm. out of scale of one to ten, how attracted to her are we? We're is an eight. We're saying that's our own personal definition. That's what we were saying. That's what we were communicating. And mm-hmm. everybody does it. People like get mad at us, but it's like you do it too. Mm-hmm. You may not give a number, right? But when the girl says, oh, he's cute, what are you saying? Mm-hmm. You're saying that in some sh- shape or form, I'm attracted to him more than somebody who would be uh, not very attractive to me. So we all do it. And looking at us and saying, oh, you guys did it. And you guys were de- being derogatory, objectifying people. No, it's not. It's simply saying, in your personal opinion, how interested in this person are you and everybody has their own definition and it's okay i'm trying i'm trying to it's so hard but i'm trying to understand what what women problem is in doing that um but they do it they i mean i'm sure they do it also in some way shape or form um but i'm trying to understand you know um rather than just be you know ignorant out here Okay. So it's the fact that we label a number on said person just attractive, like just on physical looks. Yeah. That's what, that's basically what the problem the is. Pro- yeah, I agree with you. That's a great point. The problem was that we gave it a number. But my question is, okay. if we would have said, oh, this girl is beautiful and this girl's not very attractive, it's still in one shape or form a binary way of categorizing a person. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. It's yeah. like gold medal. Or first place, or yeah. A, or number one. Like, it's all the same thing. Like, I'm just saying that, the, in my opinion, the rating system, I, this is why I get it. Because people think it's like, it's offensive. So if I, I'm like, oh, yo, this girl is a, a five. People think it's offensive because it's me communicating that she's not beautiful. She's not good enough. It's me objectifying her. But we've always talked about when we talk about attractiveness, it's it's everything, you know, it's everything. Yeah, and it's just communicating how we feel, how we personally feel about a person. And like I said, everybody does it. Yeah, I, I, and I think, um, hmm, because if I if I, I'm trying to put myself in that situation, somebody said I was five. First of all, they're insane. No, but. I mean, it doesn't feel good. I mean, because I, I feel like, you know, the most thing I hear that I feel I take offense to is, oh, he's a light skin and all the stuff that goes with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I automatically, like, get turned off if a girl consistently used that term mm-hmm. because it's kind of like their mind is made up of whatever personality, whatever stereotype that comes with so it's just very aggravating because, like, I'm I'm 25. I ain't got time to be hearing, oh, you're a light-skinned at 25. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, but I understand, like, because it, if I hear a girl or somebody that I watch every day say light-skinned men are just, like, trash and, mm-hmm. like, a three, mm-hmm. like, I would feel some type of way. Yeah. You know? I would feel some type of way. So if, if, if women are watching us and, you know, we... I, I can't remember what we said during the episode so long ago, but... Um, if we offended them, I can understand why they feel some type of way. And, but, like you said, everybody uses a scale. So, I'm trying to just figure out what's the best way to move forward now. 
because I, yeah. I think I think it's so much easier, and I feel like and I, and I I hope our listeners can understand if we're talking about women and you have your version of attractiveness and I have my version of attractiveness. And I say, well, I face to you a girl that is a seven. It's like you automatically know what that look like in your head, and we can actually continue the conversation rather than I have to sit here and think about what words I have to use so you can, like, okay, a girl that's this. If I get into details, that's even worse. Yeah. If I say a girl that is skinny and this yeah, and yeah, that yeah, and yeah. that and yeah. that, and then y'all really looking at me crazy. Yeah. So if I just say seven and y'all all use a seven in y'all minds, you know, it could be big, small, yeah. short, tall. I mean, and then we just move on. Yeah. Because uh, I think just, it's just a conversational like starter. Yeah. You know, just because a woman is a, in our eyes, a five or a 10, they have a point and we treat them differently. Like, yeah, that's treat, wrong. Like, yeah, that's, that's, that's when I'm like, all right, you got a point. Like, we out here, yeah. you know, weighing hands and foot on the 10 <laughs> and we not even trying to message a five back <laughs> on the comments. <laughs> Did they have a point? Did I understand? Yeah. Like, all right, I get you. Like, you know, gut check. Yeah. Thank you, listeners. But I feel like we don't do that. Uh, if we are, like, we definitely gotta, we definitely gotta change that. But I understand what they're saying. I get it. Yeah. No, I understand it as well. I understand the knee jerk reaction and how it makes you feel because it makes you. It's obviously it's one is two men that you probably respect and value for their yeah, yeah, character exactly. and integrity, and it seems very demonstrative. It seems yeah. very oppressive. It's, yeah, because and, I mean, and objectifying people. Yeah, because it's 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 so tough being opposition, bro. Because um, I feel like people do look look up to us and I, and and expect certain things from us. Mm-hmm. And when we say things that are like probably what every men or yeah. males in America talk about, or you know use that dictionary, they'll some way be disappointed. Yeah, no, and I understand that, and I think you have to give us room to be adults who are becoming. And 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 I want to even break it down a little bit more. Like, remember when you were in science class and you had that pH scale? <laughs> yeah, you talking about uh, acid and, and base? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, that's all it is to me. It's like, yo, how sexually aroused, excited, like, desirous of you are you of a person on a scale of one? That's all it's saying. And like I said, everybody does it. Like, when a when girls are commenting on Michael B. Jordan's pictures, yeah. With the hard eyes and the tongue, and like, oh my gosh, he's the so tongue. Sexy. Uh, he's so sexy, or Odell's <laughs> pictures. Yeah, when yeah. they're when they're doing all that stuff, what are you doing? You are saying you are communicating something about what you like about this individual, mm-hmm. you know. And so, whether you use the word sexy, whether you use the word hot, whether you use the word handsome, gorgeous, all those words are in a binary system in which one word communicates more interest than another. Yeah. Right? If I say, oh, this girl is alright, this girl is fine, this girl is gorgeous it's all communicating in my opinion what this person is and like i said i don't want people to internalize that and and take it like we're saying that you're not good enough because i think i think that's what it's communicating to people it's communicating to certain women that you're not good enough oh these women over there are more beautiful than these women over there but Mm -hmm. like i said no everybody everybody does this let me tell you a true story oh lord (laughs) <laughs> when I was in fifth grade, how do you remember stuff from the fifth grade? Uh, like you for like you got uh, I gotta go in your memory uh, bank and just some stuff you just gotta let go. It's ridiculous. The fifth grade five. Oh my god! When I was in fifth grade, there was this girl who I thought was kind of cute, and 
I won't tell you the, the entire story. I'll get to the facts. <laughs> get me to the latest part of the story. And I remember one day I was leaving school. Uh-huh. And on my way out of school, her sister, the girl who I thought was in, I was thought was cute, pointed me to her younger sister. Wait, it's sister. the fifth grade at seven or eight. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> oh no. Let's go ahead and cut that one out. <laughs> but uh <laughs> this is disgusting, bro. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Whoa. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut that one out. <laughs> but, uh, but, um, so she pointed at me to her little sister and she was like, oh, that's a boy who likes me. Oh, her wow. little sister. Disrespect. <laughs> her little sister, who was like probably like four or five at the time, said to me, said out loud, ew, <laughs> he's ugly. <laughs> oh my god I had the same shit happen to me bro. Why, why Why little girl so ruthless bro What's wrong with his nose <laughs> Bro what And I, I'll oh. never forget that Oh my god. <laughs> and I and I'm not gonna lie to you, I internalized that for uh, a good two decades. <laughs> oh my god. But then oh. obviously we're not calling anybody ugly, but then I realized that's just her opinion. That has nothing to do with my internal worth, my beauty, my value, what somebody else thinks of me. Because yeah. at the end of the day, like even in in a romantic sense, like no matter if somebody the whole world views you as a two. The person who's going to marry you is going to think that you're a 10. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter if 75 million guys are like, oh my gosh, this girl's A, B, C. She's just this. The man who loves you is going to think that you're amazing. Mm-hmm. You know? And so then your friends love you and value you regardless of where you're at. So to me, you don't internalize it when somebody views you a certain way. But I'm not going to go into be oblivious and act like we don't all do it. And so with thing with one thing we do on our show is that we're just honest behind the scenes conversation. We're just saying in private, we're saying in public what everybody says in private. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I understand how people can take it the wrong way. And if you did it, if you did, it is what it is. But we're just communicating when we were doing the ranking system for our, our own personal sexual temperament to use that word what we were interested in and finding a clear way that me and Chris understand it in a very binary and clear system and that's that's the episode on Patreon huh yeah so they didn't even watch the full most people didn't watch the full episode they just watched the clip the, oh, okay. the, the, the intro interesting I have to go back and listen to that because honestly that was that was like early March when we recorded that so I cannot remember what we said but clearly we went in detail on some certain things uh, but I think one to me like I I can't remember what what was said, but um, I do know it wasn't as bad as it could have been. I mean, because when I think of like derogatory, I think of like literally classifying women as sluts, yeah, hoes, and we out here saying Tatiana, Tatiana's, we call women bitches and things like that. Mm-hmm. Then y'all have you know like all right, check us, like yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, if, if we if we list out a, like attraction to us and what we feel like is attraction, like do not take that as God. Do not take that as the rule, the standard. Because at the end of the day, Hafiz and I are still growing. We're still jacked up. We still got a lot of things to work on. 
but we are not the end all be all of attraction. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I definitely don't want people to take that to heart because I feel like I mean I feel like, I'll be honest with you, I got that same struggle identity too. This whole dark skinned men wave is killing me right now. Listen, man, we had you had your turn. <laughs> you had your turn. I'm just saying, man. I'm you had saying, your turn, man. man. Like Lord Jesus. Apparently I'm emotional. <laughs> I can go down the line. Yeah, I'm too emotional. I'm weak. I'm not strong. I won't take care of you. But you want light eyes for a baby. It's, it's ridiculous around here, man. You can't have you can't have your cake and eat it too, man. Man. Nah, but uh I, I understand. I get it. And I do think, like you said, we have to realize and we have to find love within ourselves. Amen. And attraction within ourselves. Um, and present that best self. And if somebody doesn't see us as, you know, super attractive, then probably that's their loss. Amen. Where that's from? The Amen? Mm-hmm. From the uh, the J. Cole um what? Remember the the last song on uh, KLD when that yeah. little kid was preaching? Oh yeah, and that, I do like, remember. Amen. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what time it is, Mr. Christopher Jordan Below. Oh my God! It is sponsorship time. Sponsorship <laughs> time. Look at us go, guys. Here we go. After much hard work and yes. due diligence, yes. Mr. Christopher Jordan Below. Got us a sponsor. I tried my best, man. And we have the commercial that we're going to be reading to you guys. This sounds, this, we're doing it. We're doing it. Shout out to Skillshare, guys. Guys, Skillshare, there's some amazing people over there. I love their work and I love their services. And yeah, no, they are. Uh, definitely customer service really big. They, I mean, their communication skills, they made it quick, mm. painless, and easy. Um, just like I like it. Just like I like it. So, let's go ahead and shout out our newest sponsor. Here we go. Here we go. Skillshare. So, the Roommates Podcast is brought to you by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. You can take classes in everything from photography and creative writing to design, productivity, and more. So whether you're returning to a long-time passion project, challenging yourself to get outside your comfort zone, or simply exploring something new, Skillshare has classes just for you. So wonder what's secret? What's the secret? People ask me, how did I learn how to do podcasts? How did I learn how to do Photoshop? How did I learn how to do videos and editing, all that stuff? What I did was I went on a couple years ago. I went on a website very similar to Skillshare. Okay. And I went on YouTube and I put together like different classes and I self-taught myself yes, all did. these different skills. While you was in school? While, while you I, was in class? No, while I was working. While you was in school? No, while, while I was you working. While you was in class? We mean like as a teacher? No. Okay. <laughs> so I, I self-taught myself all these different things. Mm-hmm. And I went on Skillshare and I'm like, yo, like all the things that I was looking up is available on Skillshare. Like how to edit videos, how to learn Photoshop, how to create graphic designs, how to start a podcast, like how to learn Word, Excel, all that. So I was like, yo, Skillshare is amazing. There you go. So for all the people who've reached out to me who want to learn how to do a podcast, who want to learn how to make movies and TV shows and all that stuff, all these dope resources are available on Skillshare. Yeah, there's a lot more than when that came from. They have like literally everything. And I believe they have the ability where you... If you want to teach a class, you can do that as well. Exactly. If you have a skill, like, you know what I mean? You can cook. 
you know, some, some women need some help. Duh. Please, if you got the gift, the blessing, <laughs> the blessing, the spiritual blessing, the spiritual gift of cooking. Amen. You go to get your behind on skills and you bless this woman because that's what you made for in this world. Amen. Bless these women, okay? Bro? Bless them. Bless them. Bless them. So, yeah, so Skillshare is super dope. So, everybody looking to do something new, please make sure you check it out on Skillshare. So, mm, mm, mm. join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. Our get two free months of Skillshare. Premium. Repeat That's that. right. Repeat Two that. free months of Skillshare Premium, offering the Roommates Podcast listeners access to thousands of classes for free. Ooh. To free. sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash the roommates. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash the roommates to start your two free months now. That's Skillshare.com slash the roommates. Don't say the we never link gave y'all anything. It's in the description, guys. Guys, you know how we get down on this show. Yes. Skillshare is wanting to love and support us. So let's go ahead and love and support them as well. Let's sign up. I'm telling you guys, you will like it. It's two free months. You don't got to pay a penny. And I guarantee you, when you check it out and all the dope resources, dope resources that Skillshare has to offer you, you won't regret it. Nah, for real. Like, free? Free. Free, Sco. Nah, but uh, it's, a, it's a lot of stuff. It's, it's That two months, you get to explore and find what you're looking for. Definitely, I mean, I did a lot of exploring. On it. it got a lot of crazy stuff on there. Mm. Skillshare dot com slash roommates slash roommates. What's up, man? I got something I want to talk to you about. I know that's why I'm ready. I think I'm ready. So recently, I did something, and I'll talk to you about it later. Oh, I already told you about it. What I did? Okay, and. I started realizing that, huh, where do I want to start? Let's start, let's start. Start in the beginning. Very beginning. I started realizing that a lot of people who complain about men or women when they're dating them, I realized that a lot of people always say this person wasn't who I thought they were. And they put on a front at one point and then eventually I found out their true character later. And then I personally realized that a lot of people who were dating people would tolerate things that regular people should not just tolerate in other people. And then it dawned on me that while everybody is racing and desiring to be in a romantic relationship, the real foundation of any relationship is a friendship where you genuinely love and care for somebody and are willing to give to another person unconditionally. You know? But then I realized a lot of people don't have it. Not just romantically, but also platonically. And then I just I just felt like the the as you get older, everyone chases money, they chase status, they chase toys, they chase awards, they chase everything that in some people's opinion 
makes life vain at times because it lacks the depth, the depth and the substance of deep, intimate connection with other human beings. So I just, I just really, I really realized that, man, people are not creating friendships. They're just not. And people are not being proactive in creating friendships as they get older. They just say, bump it. They take that Drake, no new friends philosophy. And they really miss out on creating so much depth and intimacy. And in the same way that as you get older, sorry, when you're younger, everyone goes to church and they read the Bible, right? Or forced to read the Bible. But then when they get older, they don't do it anymore because they say, oh yeah, I've been there, I've done that already. But in actuality, you need it more when you're older than you did when you're younger. So when it comes to friendship, I'm like, yo, you actually need this more when you're older than you're younger. But then as you get older, it's something that you value less and less. So I was wondering to you, do you feel as though people today value creating friendships with other people? Are you talking about between a man and a woman or are you talking about in general? Let's do general, then let's do man and woman after. Creating a friendship. Creating a friendship. I don't think, I don't know if it's a, like, if it's a New Year's revolution when somebody says, I'm going to create five new friends this year. I don't know if that's actually, I don't think I ever heard that. I don't know if that actually exists. They say they want to lose five new pounds, but they never say five new friends. So I don't know if that's something that's, you know, on the monthly goal is to create a new friend. But it depends on the situation. If I move to a new city, I would like some new friends. If I move to an office, I would like a new office friend. Um, so I think it, it depends. But I think, like you said, the value is definitely not top five in life um, to create new friends. Um, but I, I do, but I, I don't know about like, hmm, I feel like it just happened. Uh, I think maybe it's, it's better to say like, not only create, but actually nurture that friendship. Mm -hmm. You may can meet a lot of people and probably start a friendship connection, but to create intentional time, besides like, you know, if you're going through a hard time, mm -hmm. like to nurture that friendship. That's true. Because I feel like, man, in 2019, I realized everybody want to be celebrities and everybody wants to be busy. Yeah. Everybody wants to travel. Everybody want to take pictures. Everybody want to look like there's somebody all the time. All the time. I see that online. It's like we act just like the celebrities. We act just like, you know, the people that we're inspired to be. We dress like them. We do all these things like them. Um... So I don't know if nurturing friendships is a top priority. I think it's probably one of the things that just kind of happens naturally. 
Now, platonically, all right, we kind of already talked about this a little bit. We touched the surface. I think if you meet a girl and you just it's just a random place, and you ask like them out on a date for coffee, you know, wings or something. It's like taking girls on a wing dates, you know what I mean? Girls love wings. Anyways, um, and you say you want to just build a friendship. I mean, that's hard. I think that's hard, especially in guys like in our position, because when when girls see us and I like, I guess what we, you know, present. It's hard for them, like, you know, when they say, let's just, let's start as friends, they think that's, like, a rejection. Like, you're in the friend zone kind of thing. So that's really hard to really nurture that because you already, in their mind, you're starting off in the negative. So my question to you is, let's go back, let's go forward, then we'll go backward to the original point. Okay. Um, How many girls that you met in the past year would you say are proactive of being at being a good friend. What do you mean by being a good friend? Like, how many girls would you say without you calling would call you to check up on you and see how you're doing? Without me calling? Yeah. In the past year? Yeah. You're talking about from May to last year, May to this year? Yeah. Would do that like on a consistent basis without you having to initiate and reach out? On a consistent basis. Are we talking about like new friends? Like I yeah, made between yeah. between May and May. Yeah. Ooh. 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 My sister don't even call me. Um I think I think it has this I think I think it has this moment. I feel like if they were attracted to me, they would they would call. Mm-hmm. Um, if they were talking to me consistently mm-hmm. at a basis, they would call. But if it slowed down, um, probably not. But I mean, that could be on my on my end too for not really reciprocating a lot of stuff as well. So I mean, I would say it was a point in time where it was just, it was like one girl that would call that our communication lacked and. Like we never really just like even like flirted on that level. Yeah. I mean, but it's slowed down recently. But so I would say like probably one in the past year. And so this is gonna piss people off. Yeah. What's next? What I what I personally realized is from my experience. From your experience. And from your experience. Like and apparently from, from my experience. from most of my friends' experience. Male friends. Experience. Male friends' experience. Oh, God. I know where this is going. Yeah. Most girls don't care to build friendships. And they don't work at it. With a guy? With a guy. And I, and I, and I personally believe that's one of the main reasons why they have so much trouble in dating. You said that? I said that. I, I, I honestly believe that. Because this idea, to your point, about wasting my time, spending my time, my time is precious. Mm-hmm. I hate when people say that. Because to me, it's a very arrogant statement. It's very arrogant. Be- I don't like it either. Because it communicates that the other person who's giving you time 
is not equivalent. Their time is not equivalent to your time. So when so when I, when so so like if somebody was like, I have an argument for that. Okay, we'll talk about that. Yeah. So my thing is that I I haven't really seen without using finesse language in my in my personal life a girl who was a good proactive friend without her being really attracted to me and wanting me and me finessing or me initiating like crazy. I haven't seen people take the steps to be a a good proactive friend. I haven't seen it. I've seen, I've seen a lot of you do than I do, but it's like friendship is not just about waiting for someone to give to you, but it's also about giving to somebody else. It's about getting to know people. It's about, it's about um, growing and, and, and learning and, challenging yourself and going out of your comfort zone and like to me it's so much of a if you're not giving me this I'm not giving you anything and to me it's my personal opinion it's very selfish I, I feel like that's definitely with a lot of uh, people after college I think that's like that sentiment after college college I feel like everybody try to be friends with everybody um, because you're just around a lot of people Yeah, I do think people uh, I think uh, I don't. I, I'm speaking for myself. Yeah. Um, as a guy, it's kind of easier to make new friends as a guy because man, we just need something in common and be done. Mm-hmm. You know. So, oh, oh, you like basketball? I like basketball too. Exactly. Oh, 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 yeah. You like football? Hey, guess what? I like football uh, too. Yeah. And then boom, we can just argue about that all day long. Yeah. Hey, you want? Hey, yeah, yeah. Let's come back. Yeah. But um, I think for as far as men, women, and men friendships, um. Yeah, we're going after college. I think it's it's really just like either they have to nurture the friendship they made in high school, college, middle school, whatever, or it's usually like the people at work or whatever or organization they join. Now we're talking about because um, I think it's just proximity, you know. Like we've been talking about that, uh, but I don't know if people if like a a man and woman go alone somewhere and just talk as friends. You know, that, to me, I don't know if that happens a lot. Uh, but usually, in my experience as well, if there was a girl... Well, no, it's usually if a girl try to talk to me and become my friend, it's kind of... And I think guys do it too. It's like it's like an indirect shot, but it's not really a shot. Yeah, I guess here's what I'm saying. I'm saying Maybe that... Maybe I'm saying something way different. Yeah. Okay, let, let, I may be way off. Yeah. So, here's what I've noticed in your life. I've noticed that a girl will like you, right? Okay. Once a girl likes you, she wants you to like her back. So, she, she does things to get you to like her. I mean, that could go both ways. But yeah, I of hear course, you of course. in this. In this of course. But then, the moment it doesn't work out, or the moment she gets a boyfriend, something else happens, whatever happens. Oh, it's done, though. She's gone. Yeah, it's done. She's always gone. She's yeah. gone. It's con- yeah, it's consistent. And I'm like, in regards to just building friendships, you don't know what else he could offer. It's like either you're my boyfriend or you're nothing. You know? It's like you don't know what else this person can offer if you're genuinely building friendship, if you're genuinely building your network. You may not know. I mean, uh, it, that, that mean, a lot can go into that for reasons why they walk away. 
But, but I say I see your I see the basis but, of But my what thing you're is if you guys have a genuine friendship, it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. Then it's like if we're if we're genuine friends who no matter what happens, desire to help build and encourage one another. If that's what we're genuine if that's the foundation of what we're doing here. Yeah. It shouldn't be the moment I don't get something from you, I'm done with you. I it think, shouldn't be that case. Well, I think I think it's one of the things you got. It's like, it's like clear communication. I think you have to establish that from the jump. You know, if if I say like you know we can talk and chill and hang out and see what happens, and we obviously gonna become friends and that, and then nothing happens, then I can understand why she would want to leave. It's like for example, it's this girl that I shot at, and I mean I I can shoot at her consistently, but she's not gonna budge as far as like moving anything forward. But she said she's cool with being friends. And with me, it's like, all right, you know, I think guys may be a little bit easier. But I was like, all right, I can st- I can hang, I can st- I can deal with that and be just fine. It's not like, all right, I'm gonna just throw her away because I know she still has value and she's still, you know, a uh, a wholesome girl that I can really just like pick a brain with with uh with the women sometimes. And uh and even how I act, like what am I doing wrong or what like I can get advice from because you know, it's good to have that person, you know, on your team, so to say. Um, but like you said, that's that's different because that was known from the jump, you know, like from the beginning, like, hey, this is not going to work, like for, you know, multiple reasons why I won't date you. Um, so just letting you know that we can we can be like we can be friends, we can be we can be cool, we can, be, we can chill. But as far as like anything more than that, then no. But if you. If you present somebody hope slash like the gray area slash like we'll see what happens and you know you put in all this time in and then you're not really getting what you want or desire it's like it's like an investment you know if you putting in all this work and this money into it and you still seeing negative returns so one day you're gonna pull your money but all right put my money somewhere else because quote unquote I'm wasting my time yeah and so here's my thing. I, I hear what you're saying with that one. This is what I realized. Because I, I challenged myself on this. We've lost, like, focus of what the point of humanity is, in my opinion. And we've lost focus on what, let's say, let's just go as Christians. What we're called to do. We're called to love our neighbor, right? We're called to love, care, encourage, support people. Okay. There comes a time when loving, caring, supporting, helping people becomes a burden, a burden to you. Okay. And it's negatively affecting your life. And then those people that we talked about in the previous episode, you have to cut them out of your life. Yeah. Because they're like anchors. They're bringing you down. Yes. But what I see so much is like people view people on a transactional basis. What can you do for me? What can you do for me? And if you're not doing this for me, I'm done with you. And I saw that with how I treated some women. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you look good. If I want you, if I don't have you, I'm done with you. I, I saw that in myself. I said, and I, and I was like, yo, that's wrong. Yeah. And I had a friend who, really close friend who I love so much, and I and I and I did that to him. Mm-hmm. I cut. I said, I'm done with you. I'm done with you. And I just stopped talking to him. And I was like, yo, how selfish are you? And then I realized. I said, like, as a believer. Let's just people of non Christians on the on the podcast. As a human, yeah, 
the least I can do is to help and support them in in a in as best way as possible, as long as it's not negatively affecting my life. If someone came into my life, God allowed somebody to come into my life, the least I can do is make their life better. The least I can do is help them, support them any way possible. It shouldn't be, if you're not my girlfriend, then I'm done with you. It shouldn't be, oh, if you don't have sex with me, I'm not going to talk to you anymore. It should be that if I'm building with somebody and we create a genuine friendship, I should want to support and encourage you as best as I can, as long as this friendship lasts. And I see so many people are so transactional. And I'm being honest with you, a lot of girls are transactional with men. The mo- all they want is if you're going to be my boyfriend or not. Not going to be my boyfriend, I don't want to talk to you. I'm not going to make time. And, and I realize that. There's a reason for that, though. What's the reason? I think, I think, because, I think it's a lot of past pains and hurt, bro, because, like, uh, guys use finesse language and manipulate women in that friendship thing and catch them in their vulnerable, and they can use that to get to gain whatever they want. So that's why it's like it's it's a it's another part of building the wall up, and it, it's 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 protection, but yet they're like damaging themselves because they don't know how to create like a wholesome friendship with a guy. But then again, it's like I'd much rather be comfortable and not really give a guy so much of my time because I don't know his end game. You know how many guys we know that don't have an end game with women sometimes? Okay, so let me let me answer your question real quick. That's a great, a sensational point. Stefano always says the same walls you build to protect yourself is the same walls that are blocking your blessings. I agree. What happens in life is what you cannot ever do, and the point of this podcast is to become, right? To, to grow. We want growth. What you have to stop doing is you have to stop taking a bad experience and using that to shut people off in the future. You can't do that. It's wrong. You 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 have to learn from it. If you have to build courage, bro. But it's 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 hard to build. To me, I don't. I, we're not women. So as far as like the relationship with like men, the whole idea of getting married, having a boyfriend, taking pictures, vacations. And you know that's like that's like top tier for them. Like they really, really want that. So when you have like men come into your life, and 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 it could be them, it could be the man, and it's disappointing consistently. But here's a, here's what I'm saying: when you're building authentic friendships, you don't get disappointed because your mindset is different. So many times when the when people enter into relationships, it's all about. What can you do for me? Every girl has a list. My boyfriend's going to do A, B, C, X, Y, Z. She has the list. And when she gets mad, it's because the guy is not fulfilling this, list. the list of expectations that a boyfriend should have. But instead, if I'm genuinely building a friendship, that means I'm genuinely giving to you. If, and I'm viewing your character. And I'm helping you in life. And I'm not expecting stuff. Like, you and me are friends. I should. The focus of the relationship shouldn't be... Oh, let me just get all I can get from Chris. It should be I should I should be giving to Chris. But then at the same time, you, as you get to know somebody, you get to judge their character in a healthy manner. And if this and if this guy or if this girl is negative and a freaking leech and unhealthy, then you can pull away from the friendship. That takes a lot of courage though because like friendship I feel like to us it requires a level of vulnerability that I don't know if women are going to give just a 
a guy and just my, like that. And my point is that if you don't build the friendship, the relationship is going to crumble. So it's because a, it's, you're it's dating a lot strangers. Of, it's a lot of courage, bro. They got to have a lot of courage. So what, what, what is life? I'm, 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 just, I'm, letting you, I'm letting you know. It's like. So what's bro, the alternative? I don't, you're right. The alternative is to continue doing what you're doing and, and having walls and just hope one walks through the yeah, door. Yeah, the alternative, the, this is what the alternative is. I meet a cute guy. We start dating immediately. We get physical super early. I get my feelings super attached super early. And then like two years later, I find out who he really is. And oh my gosh, I never knew you were like that. I waste two years of my time. Versus building genuine friendships with different people. And seeing a myriad of people's true character and then gravitating so, to somebody at a later point. And you may not know. By building a friendship with guy A or building a friendship with girl B, you may then meet somebody that they know and their connection. And that may work for you better. I think, you, so I think you're just talking about the whole, like, like you, you should definitely, you should focus on building friendships not so much like a genuine friendship. Not much as a transactional friendship. Exactly. Okay, but I'm still saying that's still like to me friendship, especially if you're doing a platonic one with a male and female. I think you definitely it's a it's foundation a, though. It's a foundation, but you it's don't a level, know the guy. It's a level of vulnerability they have to they have to display to a certain extent. But my problem is that being be being vulnerable. You like, you have to be vulnerable to somebody. Mm -hmm. It's either a complete stranger or someone that you know. I'm just the, saying, like, to build a friendship, you eventually have to go down that road. And I don't know if women are going to do that if they just met the guy three months ago. I don't know. So my and Especially if it's not leading, to, if they're not saying, like, oh, I'm pursuing your relationship. It's, they may say, what's the point? They may say that. And I don't that's know. a problem because, like I said, friendship is not just about what you can get. It's about mm -hmm. also building. And you never know. Give, mm -hmm. So much of life is when you freely give to people, you get a lot back. But I don't know if people are really thinking like, I'm going to build this friendship and he's going to be in my life for the next 10 years. It, I don't know. It doesn't matter how long they're in your life for, but if but my point is that... So you're just going to open up to every girl you meet? And with not every... I'm, I'm, I'm just asking. Course, yes, I'm asking. I'm obviously not every girl, but what I'm saying is like, as you go out, as you experience life, you meet people that you're like, oh, this person's a dope person. Mm -hmm. Oh, this per oh, I like this person. Oh, this person seems cool. I want to build a friendship with this person. And then some people may reach out to you. People might connect with you. And it's up to you to discern who's healthy and who's going to be negative and cynical. So, like I said, a lot of girls I talk to now, like, even if they don't want to be with me, I still want to help them. Mm -hmm. I still, like, I realize, I said, yo, it's so bad of me that if they're not going to be with me in a romantic sense, I just discard them. I realize that's wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is wrong. I mean, if if definitely if you putting all this time in and you really have an end game and you doesn't shout out to end game. If you if you uh, uh, I don't right. I want to do a whole podcast about that. To, uh, we're not we're not that nerdy. Not today. Um, yeah, if you have an end game and you basically get you you don't get what you want, so you kind of just like throw everything away. Then yeah, I mean, it could be. That's kind of I understand your frustration because it's a transactional like. Um, it's like a whole like that's like literally wasting my time. But like I said, but I that's mean, a purpose. But my point is that's a purpose of your time on Earth. The purpose of your time, your on purpose Earth. on time on Earth is to connect with people, and love, support, love, encourage, support, give, pour into male and female. Right, that's your purpose on Earth. But we just think that the purpose on Earth is to get all these toys and to use all these people, fulfill ourselves. Yeah. 
And so that selfish mindset to me affects you in so many areas of life. Like the, the number one problem is, like I said, I see so many girls who, in my opinion, I love what Rebecca Lynn said, how she said in her 30s, she started dating a bunch of people and just started to finally get to know guys and get to know how guys are like. If you're a woman and you're building healthy friendships with men, you start to learn more about men mm-hmm. for your own well-being and, and, and benefit versus just sitting in a cave, shutting everybody off who's not going to be freaking Prince Charming or Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. You need to allow different people, male and men and women, allow different people to, to be a part of your life. Like I said, you got to be wise and screen them. But you should constantly be allowing people because people can help you, even on a business level. If there's a guy, he may not be your husband, but he might be someone who helps you in business. He may be someone that helps you get a job. He may be someone that gives you a recommendation. You don't know. It's not It's not just romance or bust. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I hear you. And like if like men or women should not go around only talking to the opposite opposite sex just for a romantic exactly interaction and so many people so many people and I'm being honest with you so many girls I see do that and I and I know I said for this is what I know for a fact you don't ha- you're not around men so you don't know a lot about men yeah you're not like so many girls that I talk to I talk to them on the phone I know I'm the only guy who calls them yeah I know I'm the only guy who calls them yeah so I'm like how do you learn. Like, how do you learn about men? Oh, man, society, movies, Exactly. Books. You're not talking. You're not interacting. You're not spending time. You're not asking questions. You're not growing. All you're doing is sitting down in a corner and just being miserable and bitter because of the memes you see on Instagram versus you, and like I said, the point I brought up is you being proactive. Like, I can honestly tell you, I think maybe two girls this year have ever called me or, or like initiated conversation with me in the past 365 days. Yeah, I would. That was, nah, I wouldn't be on that level. I wouldn't say two for me. I'm talking about initiate without me doing it. Not not me calling her and she calling back. Hey, I'm calling you back. Like, oh yeah, I'm calling you back for like two days ago. Yeah, <laughs> not that. And so, like I said, I'm not just here to bash the way. I'm just saying, as human beings, we need to do a better job of building with other human beings. We have to stop viewing people as simply a transaction, a end to a means. Yeah, I mean, if you if you definitely put in that in that perspective, like the value of community and fellowship and what that brings, it definitely a lot of people are missing. So many people are because they're just living on you know social media, yeah. or it's like I'm not about to give you my time because I'm solely focused on school, work, yeah, and, and what? Just, like, I'm sorry. I mean, I, it, I, mean I blame I, I blame a lot. I blame bro. I blame a lot of I blame social media and what people are receiving. I blame a lot of stuff like this whole like career advancement movement because they are missing a lot out on people. And I think we generally care not just care about people, but I think we really desire interaction. Yeah. Like we really desire that. We're human beings, bro. But I'm I'm, but I'm talking about us. Like we like we oh, yeah, yeah we're gonna go we're gonna call our friends. We're gonna actively do something. Yeah. Like we're not gonna. We're like we doing this podcast. We're not gonna shut off Francis yeah. and be like, no, Francis, we gonna we gonna do this podcast for a year. I'll see you when we, you yeah, know what I mean? When we make money. No, we're not we're not gonna do that. Like we actively been meeting people. So like if we did that, we would never mess the fun. Yeah. You know, we'd never been in this hotel right now. Yeah. So I do think that's the point I'm wanting to Yeah, because like people people are missing out on a lot of opportunities, but 
when they hear like you know all these things to be successful to uh, obtain the life they want to have it's kind of like you don't have time to really get like you don't have t- you don't have that much time in the day to really focus on building friendship you understand like it's so like we're in a kind of different spot now it's like people like they go to, they wake up super early for work they go to bed super late and they all need the only time they really have to like see people and build friendships on the weekend and then they got to run errands. I disagree with that I mean I'm, I'm just saying like I'm saying like from people what I hear like obviously they got a lot of time but yeah nobody them people a lot of people don't feel like doing like when the last time you did a 9 to 5 uh, two years ago. Did you go? Did you go out and see people a lot after the work? Yeah, but I even see people. I'm just even call them on the phone. I'm just I'm asking. Yeah, of asking. course, bro. You work from nine to five. You get off of work at five. You come home. You take a shower. After you take a shower, you eat and you relax. It's eight o'clock. It's eight o'clock. I know you got to eat. I said oh, you said after you after eat. you eat and after you shower, it's eight o'clock, eight thirty. Yeah, they gonna. I mean, you got Game of Thrones going on right now. Yeah, you do that on Sunday. Then what do you do on Saturday and do Monday? You got Netflix going on right now? And, and I'm just saying, yeah. like, a lot of people... Because my point... a lot of distractions and friendship is not coming up. Like, ah, let because, me call head ass from three years ago. Because that's the problem. The priorities are skewed. That's why I say it's a lot of people... It's a lot of things that are skewing the... Uh, the priorities and my 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 thing is this I'm focused in complete honesty and this is going to be sounding very very nasty most people's funerals are going to be extremely empty it's going to be empty it's going to be empty no one's going to be there besides people who unfortunately are forced to be there I think because I mean to me it goes back down to like uh, it's like values bro like I think I think we actually value People and friendship. And that's what I'm saying. I'm saying that for thousands of years of human history has been the staple of health, happiness, and vitality. And the, and intimacy, the, connections, friendships, building with other human beings. And in today's materialistic world where everyone's flexing for the gram, trying to go on vacation by themselves, trying to get rich by themselves, trying to have kids by themselves, do all these things by themselves, they end up getting to the top of the mountain or getting close to the top of the mountain and they realize that nobody here is with me and the very thing I spent my whole entire life doing and building is meaningless. Yeah, because like, like, nobody's thinking about legacy, bro. They're thinking about, like, get mine now. But not even just legacy, about what will give you life. That, like, you going on vacation and being alone for your whole life and not having genuine human connections is, in my opinion not going to give you the life and substance that makes you happy. If, if we're I mean, on the yeah, pursuit of agreed, happiness, agreed. if we're on the pursuit of happiness, pursue virtuous things that will give you life and happiness. And human connections is one of those things, but we've lost that in this materialistic world. Yeah, because like, it's a lot of stuff that's that's telling us what would make us happy. And, it, and we all know it doesn't. I mean, we know that, but I don't know if we all know that. That's like, that's like, that's like somebody saying like, if you if you get rich, you're gonna you know be really unhappy. Most people won't be like, well, give me the money and let's test it out. Okay. So a lot of people, that's what I I feel like that's a lot of people. Uh, mind frames is like, man, I, I'm working towards this big house. You know, I'm working towards. How the you gonna have a house with nobody in it? I'm not. I mean, I, obviously, I feel, I'm just letting you know. I'm getting, I know, I'm getting an example. I'm but saying, I'm saying like, yeah, a lot of. Nowadays. I mean, yeah, a lot of people want materialistic things and and they see it. 
you know, they want to travel the world. Oh, man, I'm telling you, man, I, I travel cannot, the world. I don't I, get it. I, I promise you, man. want to travel the world I, by I, themselves? I, I, it was this. It was just literally this wave of traveling that came out of nowhere that everybody wants to travel and do things. And I don't understand it's by the themselves. Same, to me, it's the same thing as people talking about. They want They they trying to. It's like the fitness wave. Everybody want to be fit and everybody want to travel. All of a sudden, I'm telling you, 20 years, people ain't gonna be fit and people ain't gonna be traveling because it's just a wave. But anyways. Um, but yeah, like a lot of people want to do all their things because it looks amazing online. It looks amazing to certain people that they're looking up to, and and I agree with that. And my and this is why we're having the show because we're trying to transcend the matrix of society. We're trying to transcend the status quo that puts us in the hamster wheel and tells us to take chase the cheese in order to be happy we're trying to transcend the simple vain meaningless life that's all about collecting trinkets and gadgets and toys that don't ever satisfy the depths of your soul and that's the point of this conversation yeah and i think and just just to reiterate it's it's not wrong for wanting to be successful or wanting to travel and wanting to do all this thing i think it's just a priority I think it's if you prioritize things, you prioritize those things over friendship, over, you know, meaningful relationships, that's where it can get murky and that's where you can really lead. I feel like because you can lead yourself into more anxiety, more depression because you put all this like weight of success and, you know, these materialistic things to make you happy. If you don't have them currently. That's where life can be extremely hard. I see you, Honda Smack. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, because yeah, I think it's all about prioritizing. You gotta prioritize. If you if you definitely weigh friendships and meaningful relationships as top one of the top things to make you happy, like especially not only currently but in the future, at least now you can find a lot more happiness now. Versus if you put your stock in materialistic things and success, what makes take longer and put more pressure on your back, more anxiety on you, and can cause you to an unhappy life because you don't have those right now. And I'll close with the point about the relationship stuff. So much of life is about learning and growing, not learning and and closing off. Uh, Yeah, I think that's lost, bro. I think that's the most like and it's about living. The number one important thing is you want somebody who you know who they are. You want somebody who has good character. You want somebody who is honest and true and you know this individual. Meeting strangers and entering into romance with them is a very 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 in my opinion, unwise decision because you're simply playing craps. You're literally playing chance and you are building with someone that you know nothing about in a, on a romantic, deeply intimate setting versus when you're building healthy friendships, it's safe. It's safe. Expectations are gone. You're just simply freely giving. You're simply learning different people. You're getting to know. You're getting to connect. And then through the through the myriad of friendships that you build, then you're like, you know what? I've seen something in this person's character over a period of time. Now I want to build something even deeper than them. So the building friendships is all is good for the romance. It's good for business. You like imagine if I never met you. 
Yeah. Imagine it, like we wouldn't have this. Yeah. Imagine if we never met Stefan. Yeah. Like it's about it's for business. It's about even for your own well being. How many times have you needed help and you've called somebody? Yo, I need this money. I needed this. It's from it's from life as well. So friendship is a lost art. It's a lost priority, and I want that to be a value because togetherness is one of our core values. Mm-hmm. And being together comes from building and connecting with other people. And not growing cynical and bitter and shutting people off or simply using people on a transactional basis in which when they don't give you something that you want, you cut them off and you abandon them. Hey Amen. I couldn't, I couldn't say it any better. So, guys, remember, guys, check out Skillshare.com slash roommates. Yes, make, sure you, make sure you guys support us via Skillshare. My name is Hafiz and I'm joined with the one and only star of the show. Chris and the star of the show, baby. His name is Chris the star of the show. Make sure, yeah, make sure y'all sign up for Skillshare. That would definitely help out a lot. So do that. Thank you. And.